there, friend. We're so happy to have you with us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to help brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rinder. And I'm Amy Navalon. And this is The World of Hope. Well, Amy, uh, Easter is just about to hit, which seems incredible to me. <laughs> Again, time just seems to be moving so quick this year. But how are things going in your world? Oh, they're, they're going. I'm looking forward to uh, getting my second dose of the Pfizer vaccine this week. Very cool. Yeah, being, being done with that process and um, another week or so, I think. My whole immediate family will be vaccinated, which will be fantastic. I don't know. It's just been, I've been talking with, with different friends and, and whatnot about, um, you know, how the process is going for them with you know, waiting until it's their turn and getting appointments. And well, if I, if I read right, April 1st now, they're saying everyone in California is qualified, right? Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. So, yeah. um, I think now everyone, you know, I've just been recommending to everybody to, you know, get on the My Turn website and um, register with them so that they will let you know. They'll send you an email basically when you can start making your appointments. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's exciting. It's, it's a step towards, you know, getting back to quote unquote normal. Right. I saw, um, that down in Sydney, Australia, they just opened Hamilton uh, in ah, Sydney very um, cool. this, this week. And so to see a Broadway show, you know, opening in a theater again, granted, you know, they've done things a little differently than we have here as far as, you know, taking care of, of things as far as COVID goes. But it just gives me this little glimmer of hope that one day I will get to sit in a theater and watch a Broadway show again. <laughs> so it, it made me happy. There you go. Yeah, just looking forward to that. And, you know, Easter, Easter, we don't have, you know, little kids in my immediate family. So it's like just me and I'm, my parents and my sister, we hang out and have a really good dinner together. So, <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, we'll do the, we'll go to church in the morning and, uh, and that was actually fun for me because my church actually just started in person again. We've been online this whole time. So it was nice to see faces again and get to be together, albeit a little differently than we're used to. But um, but that was good. Step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that and and having some Easter dinner. And um, I'm going to try really hard to not indulge in Easter candy because <laughs> I feel like I've already met my quota of jelly beans for this year. So, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I'll be pretty safe. It's They don't really market the Almond Joys for Easter. So Almond Joy is not a big, I wouldn't think it's a big Easter draw. Even though it would make the perfect like egg shape Almond Joy tree. I don't, you know. It's okay. Missed marketing opportunity. There are, are better Easter candies. I'm sorry. You're you're alone with your almond joy. Well, I'm not, <laughs> not going to go that far. <laughs> Those are fighting words, but... I mean, <laughs> when I think of Easter, 
I don't think of almond joy. I think of, I think of peeps. Granted, like, I feel like that's a divisive candy choice in itself. Speaking of peeps, did you hear about the Pepsi and peeps deal where Pepsi's no. coming out with a peeps marshmallow flavored soda? Really? Yeah. I just read about that, that the other day. That, that, which that sounds, sounds disgusting. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a uh, root beer flavored peeps at the grocery store the other day and that made my mouth not happy yeah 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 i just can't can't wrap my brain around that one peeps peeps are fun to um you know you get two different colors of the uh the ducks are my favorite i think it's ducks ducks or chicks chicks i think yeah chicks okay and um you put two on a paper plate you know pick a pink one and a purple one and you put them on a paper plate facing each other, and you put a toothpick in each one like it's a jousting stick. Oh, is this like a peep off? Oh yeah, and then you know <laughs> you pick which peep you're rooting for, and uh, and then you stick it in the microwave for a few minutes and see which one stabs the other one first. <laughs> the peep joust, nice. I promise I'm a grown adult, folks. But yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. I promise it's fun. <laughs> That's great. I, I got to be honest, like I have never partaken in the peep joust, oh. but now you have a, uh, yeah, you've you made should. me curious. Yeah. yeah, You need, you need to, I feel like this is, this is something that needs to happen and you should document it for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. And then I got to make little paper hats for every, it'll be like medieval times. Like what color peep are you rooting for? You know? Yes. You know, you're rooting for your night. You got to root for your peep. <laughs> come on let's do oh, it oh man that's great i love that yep yeah I'm, I'm kind of in the same with easter you know uh we used to do like easter egg hunts and things but you know my nephew is now 21 so <laughs> and he's the youngest <laughs> in our family here so yeah he uh, imagine my surprise that he's not really big on easter egg hunts anymore so i uh, i feel like that would be fun to watch though <laughs> yeah just, uh, just bribe them you know yeah. here i'll give oh, you no, 20 bucks <laughs> that's uh trust me like my mom was all about that the last couple times when uh she got him to do it it, it became like instead of candy in the easter egg i'll actually put money in the easter egg oh my goodness <laughs> and yeah oh. that actually got him to do it so <laughs> that's too funny uh yeah but so yeah we'll probably just play it uh play it mellow have uh, a nice dinner and you know just hang out and stuff like that so nice yeah uh i did i did experience so this is you know kind of uh, the idaho life here so the other day i experienced uh you know my parents have some apple trees on their property mm -hmm. uh, so i got to go out and prune those apple trees mm. uh, which is just as fun as it sounds <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, I, I got my little floppy hat on and I was out there pruning uh, branches. It makes me think of Donald Duck when he's out there in his apple orchard. That's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Love it. The only thing that was missing was the overhauls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a uh, little, you know, hayseed sticking out of my mouth. But eh, maybe <laughs> next time. Oh, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I, I am in a full uh, Idaho uh, farm boy mode, I guess. You know, <laughs> nice. I've unlocked a new uh, new version of me, apparently. So, 
things you never thought you would do. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But let's say uh, we inject a little bit of hope in the conversation. Uh, do you have a story for us this week? I do. My story from this week comes from CBS News. A couple days ago, they reported that the once nearly extinct American bald eagle now is experiencing a soaring number in population, which is pretty amazing. They have quadrupled. Uh, since 2009, um, and bald eagles were once um, really close to it being extinct. So it's pretty incredible that uh, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service now reports that the uh, American bald eagles are thriving with um, over 71,000 nesting pairs of uh, all the eagles, which wow, that's great. Yeah, it's really great. And um, they also posted this really interesting. I don't know. I thought it was interesting video. You know how people have the like the nest cams. Ah, right, right. There's a lady who monitors a nesting pair of bald eagles in the Big Bear area, and uh, they apparently um, have an egg that they are sitting on. <laughs> and watching, watching closely. Um, but I guess the the issue is that obviously they have to watch out for other predators to come and um, attack the egg, take the egg, steal the egg, eat the egg. And if they have to leave the nest um, and the egg is not properly uh, kept warm, they don't incubate on the egg for the amount of time that it needs to keep it warm, um, then that develops into issues where it won't hatch which is part of um, the issue with why it's so difficult for them to breed I guess but at the same time they also reported that in two different parts of the country there were two pairs of bald eagles that had triplets hello which is there's six more baby bald eagles in the world and um I don't know it just excited me my cousins have uh a house that's on an estuary up in Oregon and um, they actually have bald eagles that have a nest within view of of their house. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, one of my favorite things to do when I'm up there is to sit out on the deck and um, you can hear them. They are loud, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> um, and I want to say uh, several years ago when we were up there that they... I just had babies because it was really loud and <laughs> there was lots of lots of commotion and um you know one of the parents would would fly out over the estuary and dive for fish and bring the fish back up to the nest and um but it was just this this last time that we were up there there is something just absolutely incredible like it almost takes your breath away when you see a bald eagle fly overhead because these birds are humongous like they are just so huge and they just soar with it's just it's, it's effortless they just it's incredible to see yeah and so yeah it just when i read the story it immediately made me think about the times that i've gotten to to see the bald eagles up there at their place and just how absolutely beautiful this creature is and how truly sad it would be if they didn't exist anymore. So I was just so excited to, um, to hear that they are, you know, that they're doing so well, all things considered because they have been 
protected for so long, you know, as an endangered species that this gives me hope that, you know, they're thriving and doing well. And while there are obviously still issues and things that can, that can come up, it, um, I don't know, it inspires me to just uh, do what I can to try to better our planet and make it a place where creatures like this can continue to thrive so that future generations will know and be able to see and experience the incredible the incredibleness of a bald eagle soaring overhead and getting to see you know see that moment so i don't know it just it brought me some hope i love that you know and like you mentioned bald eagles are just so majestic you know they're just something so breathtaking about seeing one and and yeah i mean for most of my life they've pretty much been an endangered species and you know it to to see one is just uh, it's rare and and I think you know the idea that one day we could live in a world where maybe that won't be so rare I, I think that's exciting you know and hopefully you know this uh, passes on to other species and and we learn like hey let's let's try to help these creatures out you know like let's make sure that they thrive uh, while we thrive at the same time yeah exactly. So how about you? What story of hope do you have for us today? Well, I uh, I was able to find a rather uh, interesting story. It was on the Washington Post. And uh, this was about uh, a gentleman. Uh, his name is Billy Adams, and he lives up in, uh, around the D.C. area. Prior to the pandemic, uh, I guess due to like a kind of a health scare in the past, like he decided to uh, take these like 12-mile walks every day just to uh, better his health. So when the pandemic hit, like he decided he didn't want that to affect his walking. So he was adamant that, you know, he would continue doing that. But he started noticing like uh, trash around his neighborhood and stuff as he would walk. So he decided to one day just take a trash bag with him and he just started picking up trash. Hmm. And so this became a routine for him. Like every day as he would do his 12 mile walk, he would take a trash bag, pick up trash along the way. And then uh, he would always go to the same Starbucks towards, uh, I, th I think, like the middle of his route or so. And he would ask for another trash bag just to, uh, since the other one would almost be full. And uh, for a while, like the people at Starbucks kind of thought he was uh, like a little crazy. Why does this guy ask for trash bags every day? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they finally saw like what he was doing. And, you know, they just thought it was great. And it uh, it kind of spread like wildfire throughout the town. Everybody started hearing about this, and they were inspired to also start picking up trash. So this one guy, like, and and to this day, like, he still does it every day. He he does his walk and he picks up trash. So throughout the entire pandemic, you know, not only was he helping his health, but hey, he took it upon himself to actually clean up his uh, neighborhood at the That's same awesome. time. Yeah, and uh, and I love that you know the people who who saw this became inspired as well. And it just goes to show you the whole pay it forward thing. You know, it's, it's a real thing. Like if people see you doing good for, you know, your fellow human, uh, they'll, they'll want to do the same. You know, it, it's, it's all about that uh, shared experience. And I, and I think it's just great, you know, to, to, to take that upon yourself and something simple is just picking up trash, you know, and, and I think that's something like we could all really take in, right? I mean, because how often do we walk by it and we probably don't even notice the trash, you know? Sometimes like we're just programmed to ignore it, right? But taking the time to notice and it, it can make a big difference, even if it's just like one piece of trash you pick up, like 
you know, that that's something. So Yeah. And then knowing that that tiny action can inspire others to do the same. Exactly. You know? And exactly. just the ripple effect of that. Right. So I, as I read that, yeah, it definitely filled me with hope. And and I think it's one of those things, you know, that I I, I was just so impressed that somebody would take the time and, and it's just something so simple, but yet it has such a huge impact. And like you said, the ripple effect and, you know, now more and more people are taking upon themselves to notice the trash around them and clean it up. And, you know, just, just imagine if each one of us just picked up like one piece of trash a day, like, you know, out, out along our way or when we go to the store or walking or whatever, you know, it sounds small, but it would make a huge impact. And so, uh, cheers to Billy Adams, man. Cause that, those are like the unsung heroes, you know, I love reading about, you know, and just how this pandemic has brought out, uh, the best in people, you know, and I think that's a shining example of that. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, filled me with hope. I loved it. That's awesome. So a couple great stories of hope. And if you would like to read these stories yourself, uh, you can uh, find them in our show notes. Uh, head on over to worldofhopes.com. Well, now that we have heard two great stories of hope, do you have any recommendation for the week that we can share with everyone today? What, what, what can you recommend? Uh, something to watch, something to listen to, something helpful. What you got for us? Last time I delivered uh, something rather mysterious in the vast of night. And uh, this week I have something kind of in the same vein. It's a TV series uh, that's on Netflix currently. And it's called Dark. This was originally a German production and uh, they dubbed it with U.S. voices for here in the United States. Uh, but it's it's rather interesting, and I, there's three seasons, and uh, I'm currently halfway through the first season, and I have to say, like, it's uh, it's held to my interest pretty well. I'll say it's kind of similar to Stranger Things, but a much more adult level. Okay. Uh, which, by the way, uh, this is definitely not family friendly. So I, you know, there's a. Uh, some interesting words and there's brief nudity here and there. So definitely not for the kids, <laughs> I would say, but, uh, it, it is, it, it's very much uh, kind of stranger thing vibes, uh, but a, a little more darker, a little more intense, I would say, but it has to do with, uh, some, uh, time traveling and just some weird, uh, unsolved mysteries that are kind of unfolding throughout the season. So, uh, if, if you like a good mystery, like like I mentioned last time, uh, I think this will also satisfy it. I guess you could say I've been on a mystery kick, a mysterious kick here lately. So Sensing the theme, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what that says about me, but uh, it's some great quality entertainment. There you go. So Dark on Netflix. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. If mysterious things are your uh, cup of tea, uh, I think you'll like it. Nice. Great recommendation. I'll have to look into that. Well, this week I have bypassed a recommendation of something to watch. And ironically, my recommendation is uh, a product or a product line that goes along with our stories of hope today, which is kind of funny. It's like a trash bag or something? Well, no. I know that you, you. I think I, I bought you one because I was so convicted uh, about using a foreverable straw, uh -huh. you know, a yes, reusable yes. <laughs> straw. 
The final straw, yeah. The final straw, that's right. So the <laughs> Which company, is a great name. <laughs> yeah, they made, it's called The Final Straw. And um, I supported that Kickstarter on how many years ago when they first came out with that idea. Um, great reusable straw comes with a great little cleaner and a perfect little carry case that you can connect to your keys, your in your backpack, whatever. Um, they have since come out with several other items. Um, they have the Biggie Straw, which is the final straw answer to those who are into the boba or you know the bubble tea or smoothies or milkshakes or that kind of thing. It's a bigger straw, so it can can accommodate those thicker things. They also came out with a final fork and final spork. Um, I actually have the final spork. I figured it was the best of both worlds, right? So I have. Uh, you know, a travel spork with me to take and use anytime instead of the plastic silverware. That's great. Dude. A spork is like so efficient too, because you're combining a spoon and a fork. I mean, it's it's amazing. Come on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's the greatest utensil ever. It's <laughs> it really seriously, is the best of two worlds. It really is. But I just you know I was super. I don't know why, and it's maybe it's because of certain friends and their influence on me, but. I was just feeling very convicted of how much trash I create and thinking about all of the single use items that I use and, you know, those things that you use once and then you toss. Yeah. You all have heard me talk about how much I love sea turtles. And so like it just made me think of like the sea turtles and the plastic and think of all of the sea turtles that I had killed by plastic straws that, you know, inadvertently end up in our oceans. And it just made it just, yeah, it broke my little heart. So, um, so that was how I got started with the final straw. And then the other products just seemed to make sense. Um, and so now I carry all of them on a lanyard and they just get tossed in my purse and I take them with me everywhere. Well, uh, the final company came out with a new product and this was back actually before the pandemic started. I supported the Kickstarter and then the pandemic happened and I was like, I can't wait to receive this because this is going to be the perfect product for what we need right now. But it's um, the name of it's kind of funny. It's called the final wipe. <laughs> okay. You'll, you'll have to explain a little bit more because I'm imagining certain things. And it, yeah. It's not that. It's not that at all. <laughs> um, this is the first all-in-one reusable cleaning wipe. Ah. So think of like, you know, you're, you're in your kitchen, you need to wipe down your counter what do we grab? We grab the Clorox wipes, the things that we use once and we throw away. Um, and especially right now, we are using them a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, but these, uh, it's a cleaning system where you have the reusable um, cleaning towels. And um, the at-home kit is this beautiful little container that you can have just sitting on your counter. It looks really nice. Um, you use their special little cleaning tablets. You add that to hot water let it dissolve and then you throw the towels in there and now you have cleaning reusable cleaning wipes to clean your kitchen counters, your bathroom counters, whatever you need. Um, but what really sold it for me was that they have a travel version. <laughs> and I actually like, you know, I, I am a very out and about person. 
but this whole pandemic thing kind of has me freaked out about germs, like hardcore. Well, yeah, I think you and me both as, as many other people, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so last weekend when I was at a touch of Disney, I was like, I'm so taking my travel final wipes with me. And it was the most brilliant, amazing thing that I could have had in my backpack for that day. Um, because it was perfect. I used it twice to wipe off tables and it just made me feel so much better. But it's basically a small, uh, it's a compact travel version that I have clipped on to the lanyard with my straw and my spork and, you know, they're all together. Now, is, it, is it called the travel final wipe? Please tell me it's like final wipe junior or something like that. Cause that, <laughs> that would make my it's, day. It's the final wipe travel kit. Okay. Okay. It. And then you can choose um, different colored, the towels are different colors. So I think like the home kit, I think the home kit has white towels or gray towels. I think you can choose. Um, and then the travel wipes are little black ones and you get five in a pack. Basically, there's this little spray bottle thing. So you use the same little tablets that you add to hot water and let it dissolve and that makes your cleaning solution and it's in a little spray bottle that's in the in the kit and then the other side has a space for you to stuff in um i think it holds three of the towels and then what's great is like so you know we found our table i wanted to wipe it off so i sprayed down the table with the cleaning spray took out one of my clean towels wiped it down when you Flip the thing upside down. There's when you open the doors for the towels are one says clean, one says dirty. That's and smart. so there's yeah. this magic nice. little door so you can shove the dirty ones in the dirty side and know that when you go home, you got to wash those. And then you can um, throw them in your wash just like you would any other, you know, washcloth or towel. So anyways, it just it made me kind of geek out and get super excited about knowing that I'm sitting at a clean table and that I'm creating a little less mess. So I actually, um, I used uh, two of them to wipe down tables. And then there was one point in time where after my Bengal barbecue skewers, my fingers were all covered with the sauce. Instead of using a napkin, I used my final wipe and it was magic. That's awesome. Dude, I, I love that, man. And I, I see why you say that was connected to our hope story. Because yeah, that's... Just like Billy Adams, like you, you noticed a trend. Yeah, it's not something complicated. Like it's this is easy. It's it's you know, is it this huge thing that is going to change the world? Well, if we all did a little something, yes, one step at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will. Yeah, and um, so I'm doing my part in you know creating less trash and um, less single use items and um you know, less plastic waste, less, yeah. less mess. So, well, and it's interesting too, because even as you were talking, I'm sitting here thinking and I'm just like, wow, there's a lot of single use stuff that I use, you know, that I could totally like do away with. And it, you just kind of get into your routine and you really don't think about it, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's definitely, it, it would, if again, same thing, right? If you just replace one of those items with something that uh, is reusable, it's a huge difference. It's a big yep. impact. When it all adds up, it it really does make a difference. Yeah, so, it does. There you go. So I like that. Final wipe junior. Good stuff. <laughs> You're gonna have to submit to your uh name change request Pat Pat there. For there. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. 
Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. If you enjoyed spending time with us uh, and never want to miss a conversation, we recommend subscribing or following the podcast. If you head on over to worldofhopes.com, you'll find out all the information on how to do that. Uh, we look forward to uh, connecting with you. That's right, because we would love to join you in the conversation. So if you have stories of hope to share with us, Again, you can contact us through the website or we also are on Instagram and uh, we'd love to have you tag us in a story where you share a little bit of the hope in your world with us. And that is at a world of hopes on Instagram, A-W-O hopes on Instagram. We'd love to see you there as well. Yeah. And speaking of our Instagram, uh, we're throwing out some fun content. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's some fun stuff did yeah. you see what i posted today yes uh oh, apparently we just started a fun little series where you uh try to guess uh, my doodles and i gotta be <laughs> honest with you uh i don't even know some of them so <laughs> it's magical this is this yeah. is why you should never play drawing games with me dude because you know they're just they're not safe They're coming back to haunt me in a big way. Fair game for fun. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I have quite the collection to share with you all. So just wait for that. So yeah, (laughs) definitely a fun, fun stuff happening over on Instagram. So yeah, I look forward to seeing you over there. Uh, Until next time, though, everyone. Take care. Bye. Yep. That's all I got. Those are the final dishes we hear in the background.